You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We have over 200 vehicles on hand and in transit. Get the new 2023 MDX or Integra with up to $1,000 in loyalty. Rebates and financing as low as 3.9% for 60 months. You can also lease the 2023 MDX for as low as $5.99 a month. Or get a pre-owned certified MDX with 3.99% financing. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. just got more entertaining it's weekend joe on claims online driven by munganast st louis acura hear from some of the big names in st louis and national sports every weekend and now here's joe roderick and me i'm andy hanselman And welcome on in to another edition of Weekend Joe right here at Claims Online, driven by Munganast, Alton Toyota, and St. Louis Acura. Yes, this is usually Joe's part, but Joe is doing other things right now. I'm Andy Hanselman. Glad you're along with us for the ride. Joe Roderick is on the phone. Hi, Joe. Hello, Andy. How are you? Uh, Brian Hoffman is calling this the Joe Roderick Show today because I'm on the road in a Toyota Highlander, courtesy of Munganas Burkhardt Alton Toyota. Andy, I woke up at 4.30 this morning, and I've been driving back from Florida all day long. Joe, I've done that before. It's uh, it's real long and real sucky. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been a rain to through Georgia. I'm currently somewhere in Tennessee. The navigation system... Munganas Burkhardt Alton Toyota currently says I have 71 miles until my next turn. That sounds about right. Uh, that's going to be. Uh, are you? Uh, are you into Kentucky yet? No, I think I'm still in Tennessee. It has me heading towards Clarksville. That's right correct. Now. You're yeah. You're you're heading west on 24 towards Clarksville. You're going to go through about uh, 90 miles there of Kentucky. You have about uh, I don't know 30 miles there left of uh, of uh, of uh, Tennessee. So yeah, you're uh, you're. Yeah, I- Go ahead. About three and a half hours. About three and a half hours or so is uh, is what it's telling me I have. So it, you know, right now feeling okay. Figure I got you for about the next hour yep. or so, um, and then we'll uh, we'll reassess where uh, where we are. But I mean, I, I will make it home. I still I, I got I got a I had three hundred and fifty miles till empty. So I mean, I don't have to stop for gas again. I've uh, I've been utilizing rest areas for quick in and outs, and Andy, there are some sketchy ass people that hang out in rest areas. I'll tell you what, there sure are, Joe. But I, I always enjoy the clean bathrooms at the rest areas. They're always very clean. It's just a quick in and out off the road. You know, it 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 makes for a uh, it makes for very fast stops. It uh, rest. So that, I, have a, yeah, I have a that, I have a rest stop app that tells me where the good rest stops are. I, I I mean I don't think I need that app just because I think it's just a quick in and out. But 
I'd like to know the rankings of like the rest stop apps between maybe St. Louis and Chicago. That would be a. Uh, that, I just want to know which ones are which ones are which for uh, for that one. Yeah, there's the one that curls back underneath the interstate, uh, just north of Lincoln, and that one's pretty good. But it's not real quick on and off. It takes you a couple of minutes to get back to the rest stop. And then a couple of minutes yeah, to, to get back on. Yeah, I don't need that. I need a quick. I need a quick in and out. Quick in and out for uh, for that. But yeah, starting. I don't. I don't. I. I think I have. I, I don't know what the what it said because right now it's like 243 miles left. Um, as of this morning, when everything started, Andy, I think um, it was somewhere around. I think it was 1,154 miles. So we're 900 miles driven so far today. Yeah, that's pretty good, bud. So uh, driven. I've... A long, yeah, long week, a very good week down there with uh, the World Baseball Classic. And uh, Andy, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to go about watching regular baseball this uh, this year. Why, Joe? Did you watch much of the? Uh, did you watch any of the World Baseball Classic this past week? I watched some of it, not a lot of it. I caught a little bit of it, though. Andy, I don't know how I've, – I've done a lot of radio hits this week. I don't know how to describe the atmosphere that we uh, that we witnessed uh, it, down in Miami for the World Baseball Classic. It was we, – we've been to Cardinal playoff games. We've seen the atmosphere there. Imagine if you had a 50-50 Split between passionate Cardinal fans and passionate fans of whatever other team you they were playing against. Okay. Because that's what it was there for every single game. And I don't know if you could put this, if you could put these rounds anywhere except Miami. Because I don't think you get that, I don't think you get that atmosphere in any other city. Okay, Mexico, USA. Okay, I get that. The Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Venezuela. When you start adding in all the baseball powerhouses that were involved in the tournament and are, you know, options to win, because we know Great Britain's not going to win. We know Italy's not going to win. So when you look at the teams that are favorites, and you want to sell out the arenas, or you want to sell out the stadiums, Miami's the clear choice. Well, absolutely, without question. Did you go last night? Andy, I was at every, Andy, I was at every single game from last Wednesday. How was how was the crowd for the, how was the crowd how was the crowd for Team Japan? How was the crowd for G, uh, Team Japan last night? They showed up. They, I, I would say it the, I would say it was more. It was not 50-50. I would say it's more American than it was Japanese fans, but it, it was filled with Japanese fans. I mean, the, the fans showed up to see Shohei Itani. They were, and, you know, kudos to Shohei, who I think knows that he is the biggest star in all of baseball right now. He took batting practice before the game yesterday and the day before. He took batting practice on Tuesday and on Monday he does not take batting practice that often during the season. He'll do his cage work, and that's about it. Because he puts a lot of wear and tear on his body 
to stay in shape to be able to pitch and to hit for the whole season. But I think he was aware that a lot of people were there to see him and to watch him, and he went and took batting practice both days, and he put on a show. He hit baseballs, Andy. That I, I went and I went and found where these baseballs landed, and I cannot believe that a person was able to hit a baseball that far. I saw a tweet from you where you circled where he hit a ball or hit yes. several balls in that park. It looked pretty far away, Joe. I mean, I don't know the exact measurement out there, but it was you don't you don't buy a ticket up there expecting that a ball is going to make it out your way. Right. It'd be like, like you're getting cheap seats. Yeah, you're getting cheap seats up there. It's you know it's equivalent. I, I know the yeah the Angels are coming to Bush this year. It would be, I mean, but he's hitting these dead center. If he pulled one, he'd be hitting it in the Budweiser Terrace. Right. Well, are the are the level right below it is the point I was going to make. Like like the third level of the right no, field no, no, terrace. No, 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 no. <laughs> Shohei is completely capable of hitting a baseball into the Budweiser Terrace. No way. Stop it. I'm not kidding you. That seems impossible. Yeah. Exactly. But when you hit a baseball 115 miles an hour coming off your bat, if you get around on it, yes, you're going to do that. Like, he would hit baseballs into the Coca-Cola area at Bush Stadium. Seriously? I don't know if I've ever seen anybody hit one into the Coca-Cola patio I have at not. Bush Stadium. The- I think... I really think that Shohei would put one there if he took batting practice at Bush one of his days. The farthest one, one the farthest one that I've seen hit was during the home run derby in 09 when Albert hit one. There's a a, a stairwell column uh, on, in left field. It's to it's like on the right side. It's like the right support of the of the upper deck and right there by, uh, kind of right in front of the left field bleachers there. And he hit one off that stairwell tower. Yeah, but that was during the home run derby. That was like during it's again anything batting not not a real game sitch. Yeah, that's, I I hope that he comes out. I, I mean, I don't expect him to pull if he came out like once a series when he's on the road and does batting practice, does something like that just to show off. Sure. I think that would be. I think it would be kind of cool. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it out of him, but it'd be fun to see. Oh, without question. I mean, it was. It was. Yeah. It was fun to go see. It was fun to go see McGuire do that in the you know in the late nineties and early two thousands when he would put on his show at batting yeah. practice. The problem yeah, is, is he, that the, he, the problem is, is that the 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 stadium was never open early enough for the fans to see home batting practice. It was usually just open barely enough to catch the end of visiting batting practice. Well, yeah, he, you know, he, Shohei put on a, uh, it was fun to watch that. Also got to see Ken Griffey Jr. take around a batting practice this past week. That, I, that was probably the highlight of the trip, I would say. And how was that? I mean, I, I mean, other than, other than being the highlight, what, what was cool about it? 
cool because to watch it all play out, to watch how everything kind of happened with it. So Team USA held a practice on, I think it was Friday morning. May, was it Wednesday? No, it was Wednesday morning. I, I'm, all the days are starting to run together. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think when exactly it was. I think it was Friday. Yeah, Friday before Mexico-Puerto Rico. I think that was Friday night, Mexico-Puerto Rico. And then I, I'm, I'm just I'm sitting here trying to think of what games were on what days. But Team USA had a practice early in the morning. So I get out there very early at like 11 o'clock for this and end up having to hang out at the ballpark all day. Team USA just goes through their little practice. They play catch, they stretch out, they hit a little bit. Nothing nothing major happened during the day. And they finish up around the time they're done with their practice. And they, uh, they, they have a few minutes left. So the players are trying, you know, they're, they're all around the cage. Ken Griffey Jr. is the batting coach for Team USA. All of a sudden you see Mike Trout and a few other guys like, oh, come on, go in there, go in there, you know, kid, go in there, junior, go, go hit. He's like, nah, nah, I don't want to hit. And they're like, no, come on, Mike Trout's trying to hand him his batting gloves. Go, go hit. Brian McCann, who is on the, the coaching staff, the former catcher, grabs a bat and says, you know what, I'm going to go in there and hit. Brian McCann takes a few swings and hits two home runs. Brian McCann's not that far removed from being retired. Ken Griffey Jr. is 53 years old. Right. Ken Griffey Jr. sees this and is like, okay, I guess I have to go in. Mike Trout hands him his batting gloves. Somebody, I think it was Tim Anderson, goes down into the dugout and grabs Griffey's bat, which Griffey was just kind of walking around with, holding it, you know, in case he wanted to show a guy something. He had a bat in his hand. Right. Goes and grabs Griffey's bat and brings it out to him and, like, presents it to him, this big presentation of, here's your bat. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, Ken Griffey Jr. is about to hit. I go run to the other side of the batting cage to get video of it so uh, from the third base side so I can watch this lefty swing. And Andy, it was like being back in 1995 watching him swing a baseball bat. It was, it was so amazing. And for as cool as I thought it was, you had 30 Team USA players and coaches gathered around the cage with the biggest smiles on their faces that they were getting to watch Ken Griffey Jr. take swings like they were 12-year-old kids getting to watch Ken Griffey Jr. take swings. Yeah. And Griffey, on his final swing, hits one out, and you see just the guys erupt in celebration. And I asked Nolan Arnato about that later in the week. It's up on Twitter. Um, it's up on the Claves Online Facebook page, I think, too. You can go and see. I guess they had bets around the cage as to whether or not Griffey was going to be able to hit one out. And Nolan said that he bet that Griffey would. There were others that I guess didn't believe that he could. What did Nolan win? Did he tell you? I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't, I didn't pry into what the, what the bet might have entailed and what the winnings were for that. I would guess I 
Probably for those guys a milkshake yeah. bet, you know, a ten, a ten, a ten grand milkshake bet. <laughs> right. So yeah, so getting to see, uh, getting to watch that in person was uh, was, was one of the highlights of the uh, of the trip. Another highlight. This is just this is the Chicago White Sox fan in me that got to do that. Got to see this hat. That got got to meet this guy. So I'm standing around, surrounded by Japanese media. Okay. Before the game on Tuesday. Just and I'm. I have no idea who any of these people are. And I kind of am just looking at credentials just to see what outlets they're with. I'm not expecting to know any of their names. And I look at a guy in front of me, and I look at his credential, and it says the name Tadahito Aguchi. Andy, Tadahito Aguchi was the second baseman on the 2005 World Series winning Chicago White Sox. <laughs> Only you the would know that. Ever, the first ever Japanese, um, uh, per, uh, the first ever, uh, ever Japanese person, citizen, uh, player to ever win a World Series. Wow. No other Japanese player had ever won a World Series until 2005 with Tadahito Aguchi. That's quite the stat. Right. And I look at this and I think, holy shit. And I quickly Google it just to make sure, just to confirm 100% that I am right. Because I'm like, I know I'm right. I know that I'm right. I have to make sure, though, before I say something stupid and have somebody possibly have to translate wrong information to this guy. Right. And I quickly confirm it, and I turn to him, and I point to him, and I say, White Sox, 2005. Because I don't know how much English Tadahito Aguchi can speak. And he just nods his head, and he says, yes. And then I just go, holy shit. And I was like, 2005, White Sox. I go, just big fan. And he had somebody there that was able to then translate a conversation back and forth between me and Tadahito Aguchi. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah. I was more excited to meet him than I think he was excited that somebody recognized him. Which I also don't get because of all the people I could have just randomly run into... I mean, it's not like he just had a cup of coffee in the league and vanished forever. I mean, he won a World Series. Right. So I would have thought that he would have been a lot more excited that somebody recognized him than he was. I, you, you would think so. so. Little, yeah. Definitely strange that he with wasn't. With the lack of excitement out of, yeah, with the lack of excitement out of Tadahito Aguchi. Who is the biggest celeb you saw this past <laughs> week? Biggest celeb that I saw. I, I did not. So Dwayne Wade and Udonis Haslam, I guess, were at the game. I didn't see them. Uh, did see. Oh, who was it? Um, I mean, CC Sabathia was there. I can't remember who he was with. He was with somebody else that I thought was like a pretty big deal when I saw him. And now I, I'm drawing a blank on who it was. Um, no, no other like major real celebrities. They, 
the, the Miami stadium is set up in a way to where if you're not seeing them, like, at the entryway, like the media entrance, you're not going to see them and you're not going to get on their level. Okay. You're not, yeah, you're not getting on the level of seat that they're at. There was a, during the Dominican Republic-Puerto Rico game, there was a, uh, there was a moment where I'm, I'm on the elevator and I'm trying to go from level six, which was where the media was, down to level three, where, like, the concourse level was to get some food. Okay. And it stops at number four, which is, like, where the suite levels were. And this guy is trying to get on the elevator, which now that I'm thinking about it, now that it's clicking with me after I realized who the guy was that was trying to get him into the media. So now in, in media, by the way, Carlos Baerga is huge in baseball media. That's interesting. Remember Carlos Baerga? The, I do. Uh, yeah, the second baseman for the, uh, for the Cleveland Indians. Yes. So he now is huge in baseball media out of uh, Puerto Rico. So he's trying to get another Puerto Rican onto the uh, onto the elevator to bring him up for an interview. Carlos Baerga has his media credential on. He has no problem getting in. He's trying to convince security on there to let this other person on. The other person was World Series winner from the Florida Marlins, Mike Lowell. <laughs> Security is saying, no, no, no credential. He can't go up. Carlos Baerga, I think, is struggling to, you know, I don't think they're trying to be like, do you not know who this is type of situation. They're just trying to be like, he's a guest on the radio upstairs. Right. I started laughing on the elevator and I point to him. And I go, that's Mike Lowell. I go, he won a World Series here with the Marlins. He played third base. He can come on the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Which security kind of looks at me like, who the hell are you? And I think they both, she, she just gives up and she's like, whatever. They both get on the elevator and thank me. It gets back up to six where there's another security guard there who's fully aware of who Mike Lowell is and is like, yep, he can come through. He's fine. (laughs) Too funny. So, So, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a, it was a fun experience. 2026 is when it's coming back. I can't wait for it to come back. So you spent most of your time in Miami. Did you spend much time with the Cardinals in Jupiter and Claves? The only day I went to Jupiter was uh, the Thursday off day from the uh, from the games. I I went to Jupiter. I, I went to a spring training game with Ben Boyd, and that was the extent of my day. That was I, that was it. That's the only Cardinal coverage I did all week. I watched Jordan Walker have a few at bats. He I, I think he hit a double in the game. Um, but nothing that really like jumped out at me and nothing I was really paying all that close attention to. What kind of uh, other things did you do in Miami? Cause there was quite, I'm sure there had to have been quite a bit of downtime, right? There really wasn't. I mean, 
getting down there every day at like two o'clock and being at the stadium until about eleven thirty, and I, I was staying in an Airbnb about an hour away. So oh wow, I, so it was yeah. So I did not have really any down. I mean, the downtime I had was in the morning. I went and ran at Delray Beach every day. Were you up at Pompano or where were you? Delray. Oh, you, you stayed. You stayed in Delray. Yeah. So I mean, you know. Was able to run every day. That's uh, that's pretty much uh, the extent of any downtime I had. I'd wake up, I'd go for a run, I'd go get ready, and that was that was my week. I mean, that was that was it. And then go down and go down for baseball. So it was it was a lot of work all week long, but it was fun. Like it, it as I, I mean, I talked to a lot of people about this. Like I don't know how you go from watching those games in March to watching like a Wednesday afternoon game in April now against a bad team. Right. It, it, there's no comparison. The yeah. The atmosphere is going to be just not, it's going to be hard to get back up to that level, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, cause there's, I mean, so, te- technically they were, they were playoffs for a championship game. So, I mean, the, the fact that it had, Playoff like atmosphere is is not shocking, and the fact that that there were people into it is also you know not shocking. Uh, granted, it is it is right. an exhibition tournament. There's really not a whole lot of value to it. Uh, did, did they hand out medals or something? What what do they what do they give the winners? Yeah, you, you medals, gold medals for uh, Japan, silver medals for US, uh, for the USA. <clears throat> they had a big trophy that Japan gets. Uh, Shohei Itani won the MVP. He got a big plaque for that. Oh, nice. And uh, now Japan has won it three times. Uh, they are, yeah, they, they've won it three times. I believe, what, USA's won it once. Uh, Dominican Republic and Cuba uh, has been six times, and we've seen six, five of these, six of these. I, I can't remember what the uh, what the total is for, for all of these that now. Sounds, so, yeah, that sounds about right, somewhere around there. Um, they, they, it, it might be. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'd have to look at the, the media guide or look back to. They the uh, they play them every they play them every four years, right? They it's been it's been all over the place. It I, I they want I think they want to get it to every four years. They've said the next one's going to be in twenty twenty six. So. That, well, you know they'll they'll have it in 2026, and then we'll we'll go from there. I think every four years will be just fine for this. I don't think you need to push it to every three years. You know, every four years and try to rotate some players in and out. Players, right? You know, marquee players will get two runs at it. I guess. You know, the real popular players. I, at three might be pushing it, but. Yeah, let's, let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Let's see what other venues maybe you could put it in over the next few years and how uh, how you can expand this globally to uh, to appease as many fans as possible. I, I think having, you know, having the one pool in the Tokyo Dome is a must. I think having something in Miami is a must. I don't know where else you, you put – I mean, Phoenix looked like they sold out pretty well too, so – well, and I know in previous know what else you do. previous incarnations of the World Baseball Classic have been at Dodger Stadium and Petco Park in San Diego, and I, yeah. I don't I don't know if they were received as well there. 
obviously maybe with the growing popularity of it, maybe it does. Yeah, maybe it does. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you had it. Glad it was a good time. Did you uh, if did you have any uh, any good food? Any good stadium food? You know what? Uh, their stadium food was not that great. They had burrito bowls that were that were okay. I uh, I did not have any nice sized fritters while I was down there. No. Yeah, I know. No, uh, no fritters. Uh, pretty much ate at the ballpark every single day. <laughs> Figured. Any any uh, helmet yeah. food? I, I got I got a little helmet ice cream. I got Mar- but it was a Marlins helmet, not a WBC uh, helmet. Do they have so WBC? Did they have WBC helmets? They did not. They had WBC souvenir cups, and I got those. Okay. But no, uh, but yeah, and then the the apparel, too. It was weird, the youth-sized shirts that they had, because Hudson sent me with a huge list. Sure he did. Of what he wanted. And the youth-sized jerseys that they had, the only one they had for the U.S. was Pete Alonzo. It's weird. So no Mike, yeah, no Mike Trout, nobody else. They had Pete Alonzo. They did not have any Shohei Itani youth jerseys. They did. I mean, they had plenty of adult sizes, but no youth sizes for that. And the only other thing I was upset about the the Team USA their batting practice hats. I would have bought one of those. They did not have those for sale. Huh. So they had a lot of uh, they had a lot of stuff. They just you know, and if I'm being picky, I wanted certain things that they did not have. So that was you know that that was a bummer as far as that uh, as far as that went. So I, I got him a Francisco Lindor jersey. I got him a Juan Soto jersey. So. He'll uh, he'll be happy with those two things, and that's uh, you know that that's what he gets for that. So, what's, uh, what, what I saw that you are in the uh, you're in the fan page club championship uh, starting uh, next week, right? Yeah, uh, no, no, it's April thirtieth is the uh, is the first round. Oh, okay, April thirtieth. Yep. Okay, yep. Uh, they uh, they released the uh, the people that were in this uh, today, and uh, I'm one of them. Joe, if I'm if I'm one and out this year, unless there's like significant improvement in my game, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. The hundred thirty bucks just donating it to charity is is not real fun. What's wrong with your game these days? You know, I I played all right in Florida. Uh, the 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 short game was 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 rather lackluster. Having trouble keeping the uh, keeping the double bogeys off the card. So um, so what's your handicap right now? Fifteen. So what's so I mean I know it's a blind draw right for first round it is do you what what do you want do you want to face or like what what would be your ideal draw then for a handicap that you would face oh probably a nine or a ten if I could get five or six pops um, or even okay. or, or even or even just play somebody straight up um, yeah. obviously a situation where I, where I have to give strokes is not going to be a, a, a good situation but. Uh, I feel like I can be dangerous. Um, I, yeah. I, I hit a, I had a lot of, I had a lot of good shots in Florida. A lot, lot, lot of good shots. Um, so what we'll, is, what's the farthest you've gone in this tournament? I've made it to the quarterfinals. I was a quarterfinalist okay, in twenty, so. in like twenty twenty. Yeah. 
the year you caddied for me. Yeah, right. So it's all because of you. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I, I just <laughs> pretty much rode around in the cart and washed my balls for me when I, I throw. I, here, take I, this I towel. Did that a couple times. That's right. Take here. Yeah. Take take this I towel. Take this towel here. Wipe my ball off here. Give it back to me. All right. I'll go pull the pen. All right. Good. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> no, you were there Pretty to talk much. me up. You were. You were there. You were. You were there, and you got me out of my own head. And it was uh, it was it was a positive experience for me, so that's why I uh, that's why I like having you on the back. Well, I saw that I have to pay twenty two dollars if I want to do that this year, so I don't think that's an option, Andy. <laughs> we'll figure something out. I don't think I'm not paying to go ride around in a golf cart. So, yeah. uh Sorry. Yeah. yeah no, you sorry, don't. No, uh, I won't. Sorry about that. I, I get. I'm a. I get special privileges sometimes. Right. The uh, yeah. the the so, uh, Sean Sean likes me. The assistant pros like me a lot, lot. So, well, if, if you want to make that happen, we can we can discuss as uh, nice. as we as we get closer to uh, to that. Andy, you got me down to about three hours now on this uh, on this drive. I think uh, I think I can call that the home stretch. I think I can make that over the next uh, and. And get home at a uh, decent time and wrap up this uh, 17, 18-hour drive on the uh, on the day. You're doing great, Joe. I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Joe, I, tell I really the folks tell the folks about the Highlander you're driving from uh, Munganass, Burkhart, Alton, Toyota. Andy, the screen on this thing, it's bigger than the TV I had in my dorm room freshman year of college. Uh, the, the screen is just absolutely incredible with the navigation on it. Uh, the car is just nice and cozy. Member, I had members of uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, um, the people that you would find on their staff bio page. That's how, uh, that's how important of people they are, uh, Andy. They, would, uh, they, they were in this car well, last week. And they uh, they talked about just how nice and roomy and spacious and how nice of a ride it was uh, for them to uh, to get down to Miami and back. So it's uh, it's Cardinal approved, I guess you could say. Wow! Here as the uh, yeah for the uh, for the Toyota Highlander, it's just a, it's a nice ride. It's been nice just uh, throwing my stuff in the back and not having to pack a soup, not having to repack the suitcase on the drive home. For uh, for this long trek, so very uh, very pleased with this car. Might uh, might take it back on Thursday and and have Jamie give me a price on it. That's how uh, that's how much I like it. You can find it L. Oh, here too, J- JBL speakers too, Andy. JBL oh, speakers. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Hanselman's has all that has all that good stuff too. It's like driving around a recliner. I say. You can find it all. You can go rent that Highlander if you want from Alton Toyota. Give Jamie a call over there. Jamie Burkhardt at Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. AltonToyota.com is the place to do it. That's right, Andy. And uh, we will be back next, uh, yeah, we'll be back next uh, next week with a, uh, we'll be back to our normal version of uh, Weekend Joe coming uh, coming your way next week as we will both be uh, virtual um, and on the computer and sounding normal. Both of us, Joe. I, I did want to ask you one. I did want to ask you one more thing. Did uh, did, did did selfie Joe come out? Did uh, did have any great success with selfie Joe? Uh, yeah, with uh, with Tadahito Aguchi, I got a selfie with me and him. Yep. And then uh, and, and then I I actually talked to John Smoltz a little bit, and I took a picture. I uh, took a selfie of me and John Smoltz to send to a uh, to a friend of ours. 
a mutual friend of uh, me and John Smoltz. So I uh, I talked to him, and then I took a selfie for that. So well, you are that, those are the only yeah. You are the king of the selfie, so that's why you're selfie Joe. Yeah, just two <laughs> two real quick ones for uh, for that. So it was a uh, that's yeah, fantastic. it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. That'll do it for us today, Andy. Uh, thank you for uh, for setting this all up and making this uh, making this all happen this week. As it's the uh, the Joe Roderick podcast, right? This week, live, uh, yeah, recorded from the uh, from the 2023 Toyota Highlander, courtesy of Munganaz Burkhardt Alton Toyota. He is Andy Hanselman. I am Joe Roderick. Right here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganaz St. Louis Acura, Munganaz Burkhardt Alton Toyota. Right here on ClaimsOnline.com. You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClaimsOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even longer. And I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body. 911 one North Bluff Road in Collinsville, another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We have over 200 vehicles on hand and in transit. Get the new 2023 MDX or Integra with up to $1,000 in loyalty. Rebates and financing as low as 3.9% for 60 months. You can also lease the 2023 MDX for as low as $5.99 a month. Or get a pre-owned certified MDX with 3.99% financing. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.